Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Blackhawk number 223. Cover date August 1966. Cover price 12 cents. Cover artist Dick Dillon and Charles Quidera. Edited by George Cashtan. Featuring The Cloak and Swagger Crimes of Mr. Quick Change. Written by France Heron. Art by Dick Dillon and Charles Quidera. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go. Welcome to the world of love and laughter, baby. Welcome to the sunshine of a brand new crook with gimmicky costumes named Mr. Quick Change robs a bank and outwits the Blackhawks. Before Blackhawk can identify him, Mr. Quick Change strikes again, this time using the Blackhawks to help him pull off the crime. Concerned? Don't be. I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. Liberty will bring Hawko Follow the Black Hawks Hawko Shatter your chains Seven fearless men are we Give us death or liberty We are the Black Hawks Remember our name Happy Labor Day Yay I'm so glad Labor Day's here And speaking of laborious Yes Blackhawk issue number 223. <laughs> you hey. mean getting through it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, what's new? Oh my gosh. Um, what do you mean, what's new? Well, what you been up to today? Uh, well, uh, uh, we had terrible weather come through. Luckily, we didn't have any flooding. Yes. We had some terrible weather come through last week. Yes. And as you know, I'm prepping for a race. Yes. And You've mentioned that one or, once or twice. Shall I not talk about it on the podcast? No, please okay. feel free. So, um, I because we had rain, I had to change my running schedule, which meant I had to run. I had to move all my running into these sequential days, right? Right. Um, and so normally I get these rest days in between my running, but I didn't get them. So over four days, I ran twenty six miles, and my body is feeling every bit of my age right now. I am I am in pain. I'm, I'm, I haven't hurt myself, but I, I'm in pain. You know what we need? What? A danger room. Then What's you could run whenever you want in any environment. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Yes. Wouldn't, I would just like to run on a trail next to a river, you know? Sure. Out Yellowstone or, or not Yellowstone. Um, just yeah, out west. That'd be nice. And it could be climate controlled. It would never rain yeah. or be hot. Yeah, yeah. Why I might even take up running. Is that the sound of a lawnmower that I hear? 
Um, I have to tell you that indeed it is that our, Who is it? Our neighbor, Tristan. He's out there cutting his grass again. I swear to God, for I think the fourth he, time this week. Yes, I know he cut his grass the day after we had the storms come through from, yes. the, from the remainder of the of the hurricane because um, because I felt guilty and went out, you know, I was like, oh, I really got to go out there and cut the grass because Tristan cut the grass. So he's cut the grass now twice, at least in the last four days. I'm going to speak to the Homeowners Association treasurer <laughs> You're about speak- this. Speaking. Rob. Yes. There ought to be a law against especially on a national holiday, a federal holiday, out mowing your grass. Now, we do really like our neighbors. Yes, we do. And they're wonderful people. And so I think he actually derives a great deal of joy from this. And they've been having their um, their son's dog. They've been keeping their son's dog yes. this weekend. And so that's I know what her name is. What's her name? Paisley. Paisley. She's um, a Staffordshire ch- Terrier? Is it? Uh, she looks like some sort of a small pit bull. Well, he, he called her a pit bull, so yeah. I don't know. Um, She's awfully cute. Yes. Isn't she? I'll say. You know what's not cute? Black, Black Hawk, Hawk issue number 223. <laughs> uh, this is Mr. Quick Change, we read on the cover, as yeah. a helmeted... Who's that guy on Space Ghost? Oh! Voltor? Baltar. Vol- Baltar? No. Moltar. 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 Looks like Moltar. Do you have Punching. Do you have him? I do have an action figure, yes. Of I just can't him? remember his name. Yeah. He's in the back behind HR Pub and stuff. Okay. Oh, I see him. This too is Mr. Quick Change in the top hat and tails. Yeah. And this, here he is again, Mr. Quick Change in the fish outfit. You know, this fish outfit looks like whose cousin was it that was from Mexico that was a temporary black hawk? Chuck's Mexican cousin or Andre's? Remember, it was God. one of our earliest Blackhawk issues. I do remember that, that, but fish man under the sea. That's what this looks like. Okay, it um, doesn't look like a very practical costume. There's no breathing apparatus. No breathing apparatus and giant not only flippers on the feet to aid in swimming, but flippers on the side of his head. Which, which the way they're sticking out like that makes me think they might actually interfere with his ability to move yeah. through the water. Like, unless they. Unless he can wiggle his ears, and like they're assisting in the forward motion. Well, usually I enjoy the Blackhawks, but this particular episode, uh, this particular issue, issue yeah. is filled with bad, lots of bad, bad choices. Views, yeah, bad, yeah. yeah. Um, well, let's just dive right in. Yes, let's. No let's, pun intended. Let's, because of as the I like to say, man. let's have a bitch through it, shall we? Yes. <laughs> uh, as per usual. We have the floating heads of the Blackhawks on the splash page. Olaf Hendrickson, Chop Chop Blackhawk, Andre, Chuck, and Stanislaus. Olaf is all chin. Yeah. He's uh, Swedish, you know. Mm-hmm. He Bon from Sweden. I don't understand what the Bon is. We never did understand what the We should ask our friend who's living in Sweden. What the Bon thing is. Do yeah. people throw Bon in as, a, as like a uh? I don't know. You know, or... Speaking of Sweden, what? we haven't even talked about ABBA. <gasps> releasing oh new my music. god don't even get me started on that and oh. a holographic show in london which i've which, already pre-purchased tickets for so oh have you yeah i was just about to say i would love to see it but it was kind of also very strange uh it's kind of creepy mm-hmm. to see their cgi faces moving around yes and they chose that because 
because they're all 80 years old and I don't think they wanted to tour the world. Right. So they did it for any amount of money. So they just did it with. They put these like little motion sensor things all over their bodies. Well, yes. And although they just, you know, they went into the studio with motion sensor things and performed the whole show. Right. Which then captured them and then you can go and see them. But you know what? They could have just filmed that. And released it worldwide, and that would have been uh, as, a, as a as a video film. Yeah. Oh, and, and then charged us for it. I would yeah, have yeah, totally yeah. like a biopic. Yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, totally. With a new concert, t- mm-hmm. I would love it. I would have. I would have bought that. Anyway, I did already uh, pre-order the album, so that'll oh. be popping up on okay our iTunes any minute. But if you happen to anybody, if you want to um, look at something particularly sp- not unsettling, but just no, it is unsettling because their eyes are not living <laughs> they haven't progressed cgi technology to that yes extent yet. so it's it's a little strange and i guess i mean i don't know how they're going to present it on stage i suppose it's some they're kind gonna of have holographic maybe musicians I don't, who knows? no it's like just from my understanding it's just the holograms okay like jim and the holograms yeah okay so it's like captain eo or something that reminds me of um when we saw share Yes. And she sang with the dead... With Dead, dead Sunny. Sunny uh-huh. On stage. Yeah. Yeah, that was strange. Also strange. Yeah. She said that he loved it, so... Well, I also have to say that um, I'll never forget that concert because I, for some reason, I don't know what was wrong with me, but I we were next to these people and they were drinking a lot. They were super drunk. And they were very upset with me because I wouldn't get up and dance. Yeah. And because they made a point of talking to each other loudly and I could hear them talking about how, how can you go to a share concert and not dance? I can't believe this guy's not dancing next to me. Of course, every time they mentioned it, I became more and more and more self-aware. Right. And instead of breaking out and just dancing and having a good time, I just like closed into my capsule more and more and more. So I just remember that that share concert is wanting to dance, but then also being incredibly self-aware that these people wanted me to dance. And then I was just noticing that I was being... Oh, it's just, well, frankly, it was a nightmare. You know, Cher is 75, and her mother is 95, and they both look 20. Well, they've, they've, they've paid, paid a lot, a of, lot money. of money yes. for that. Yeah, okay, let's go. All right, so, what a wardrobe. A clock costume that ticks off bang-up surprises. An invisibility costume for a fast-vanishing act. A fish costume for watery getaways. And, well, see for yourself which trick outfit quote-unquote, suits you best. As the Blackhawks try to stop the The cloak cloak and and swagger swagger crimes of of Mr. Quick Change. Change. I didn't realize that Quick Change was hyphenated. I didn't either. Um, Now, there's a lot of unnecessary quotation marks throughout the issue. Are you going to talk like that? Yeah. Okay. Um... It seems like France Heron, who wrote the story, intended Mr. Change to be a highly popular character. That was my impression upon reading okay. this magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Quick Change, in story, is very popular among the criminal set. They think he's terrific. They do. Is that a wasp? Are you in watching our house? the wasp? No, is it's it outside. Okay. It's outside, but it is. It is it's making a business of buzzing all around the window. We should put on our neon on the air sign. Then it would be frightened <laughs> off or burned. <laughs> Maybe get Tristan to quit cutting the grass. So, 
In the city, a magician-looking man approaches a bank teller, knowing that he's under the scrutiny of a standard security TV camera, mm-hmm. trademark Lex Luthor Industries, and he couldn't care less. I appreciate the fact that they wrote, he couldn't care less. Yes. It's so often mispronounced. Um, so he is demanding all the proceeds from the poor bank teller. Mm-hmm. An armed policeman approaches... And says, all right, Buster, let's go. You know what's strange? Yeah. First first incidents of strangeness. Yes. So much dialogue in between right now with the police officer with his gun drawn yeah. and arm out toward the criminal, the, dress, the man dressed in a uniform. Right. And what's about to happen. Right. So much dialogue. Uh... Let me introduce myself, sir. I am Mr. Quick Change, and I doff my hat to the long-extended arm of the law. So far as my suit is concerned, brash fellow, observe closely while I touch this button. Okay, you know, do you have to narrate it all? And then he goes, I call this my octopus costume, because it gives off an inky cloud of gas. My hat serves as a gas mask. Get it? Cough, cough, cough. What is this? Cough, cough, cough. Now, point of order. Point of order. Why, if he's going to call it an octopus costume, why doesn't it look like an octopus? Because every other costume in the issue looks like what he's calling it. I don't like this. I don't like it. Yeah. Almost Um, instantly, the bank is filled with the murky stuff. Yes. Black, inky gas. Mm -hmm. Luckily... The policeman knows that we've got powerful air conditioner fans that'll clear this place out in a second. And we see as the smoke clears, the Blackhawks all rushing headlong into the bank, literally on top of each other. (laughs) Very, very crowded scene. I'm surprised one of them doesn't trip. And the magician character says, the Blackhawks. No, it's an, he's an octopus, Rob. Oh. It's an octopus costume. So, yes, he has lured the Blackhawks here intentionally. Yes. To witness his amazing quick change. Uh, with a swift move, Mr. Quick Change now takes his coat off. And announces that part of his plan is to renew an old acquaintance with you, Blackhawks. Now, just like that, my octopus coat becomes a transistorized power jacket. Also, not... It's fine. So it sends electricity. Even though a lightning he, bolt. A lightning bolt out of his jacket, which he takes off and shakes at the Blackhawks, even though he is still clearly wearing a jacket. Now, I do understand a little bit of the science behind this. Oh, do you? Well, yes. I took a um, butler's blanket out this morning to the back porch uh-huh. and shook the dog hair out of it. Did lightning come out? Uh, no, but it was it was highly annoying to have all that dog hair flying around in the air. I, I think that could be a form of crime-fighting technique. Well, for you, maybe. But when I do that, <laughs> yes. all the dog hair flies right back into my face. <laughs> And so that's why I don't clean. <laughs> I'm highly sensitive to allergens in the atmosphere. And plastic. Yes. Have I told that story? Uh, yes, you have. Okay, uh, but I do like what he does next. Yes, what's that? 
when he inflates himself and he flies away. Yes, he that presses scene from Harry Potter. a button on his waistcoat and blows up like a balloon, like Aunt Marge in Harry Potter, mm-hmm. or like Bouncing Boy mm-hmm. in the 30th century. And off he goes, zip, zip into the wild blue yonder. Ah. <laughs> I guess he's lucky that they didn't just grab his ankles and hold him down. Right. I call this one a, what's he call it? A balloon shirt. What? Uh, he doesn't have a name for this balloon outfit. It inflates, it it inflates, inflates like, a, like balloon, a balloon. And but off I go, zip, zip into the wild blue yonder. Ha ha. High over the city. I'd like to stick around and see the expressions on the Blackhawks' faces when they see what really happened at the bank. God, this man loves to hear himself talk. I'll say. Indeed, at that very moment, the bank officials have discovered that while all the commotion was happening in the lobby, the vault was robbed. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Out the back. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a professional crime fighter, mm-hmm. but if I had a team of seven men mm-hmm. who were uh, so crowded in the bank lobby that they were tripping over each other, I would have sent some of them out around to the back because that's a classic supervillain move to create Isn't a distraction and then rob the bank out the back. Classic trope. A few spectacular feats out here in the lobby while the real business was going on at the vault. Great! Blackhawk says. And Frenchie says, Sacre bleu. He made dolts of us now. His name's not Frenchie. It's Andre. That was insulting to all French persons. I thought his name was Frenchie. No, it's Andre. Okay. I'm Uh, sorry. I'm sure we don't have a French listener. We have one. We do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then I apologize to you, listener. Uh, I can't remember how to say I'm sorry in French. Je suis désolé. Je suis désolé. 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 Hey, Chop Chop just remember that Mr. Quickchange said he was renewing an old acquaintance, but I don't recall that we've met him before. Maybe we didn't recognize him because of his goatee. Because of his goatee? Really? A goatee. Wow. Come on. Well, I hope they have some advanced science techniques to discern what he's going to oh, look don't like worry. without that. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, out of town, the boss in the aforementioned balloon shirt, is landing right on time with his henchman coming to pick him up. Right on time. He says he's going to do a three-point landing. Yeah, what's that? What's a, I, Is that like two feet and one hand? So like your feet hit the ground and then you you r- relax your knees so that you don't... Um, well, I don't... What does that mean anyway? Is it well, you don't, you don't want to hit the ground. Three with, tires. You want to you want to relax your knees so that you don't your your legs and your knees don't and your hips don't absorb all the shock of hitting the ground. So as as a foot comes down, it's like foot foot hand, and you just you know relax down and you use your body to absorb the. Well, here from the uh, dictionary.com, a landing of an aircraft on the two main wheels and the tail wheel. Simultaneously. Okay, so he's just making a reference to him being like an aircraft. Yes, but also, uh, it's a visual trope like Black Widow, where she would land with her feet and hands. Yes. It's an action pose. And, I mean, there's a reason for it. Not only does it look cool, yeah. but to, to land and then to, to squat is to help your body absorb the okay. shock. Yeah. But he doesn't do that. He just no. deflates his shirt and just comes plummeting down. You notice that all his henchmen call him boss. Yeah. yeah. And they think he's fantastic. They adore him. Uh, it's like to have the adulation of the people that work for you. So they've got a trunk full of money I in the back know. of the van. What? 
I said, I wonder what it's like to have the adulation of the people that work for you. Uh, I don't have anyone that works for me. I don't actually have anyone that works for me. I have people that work with me. Oh, see, you're a good boss. Yeah, well, I try. Uh, Co-learner, as I tell my students. We're co-learners. You're smiling, but I do say that in my syllabus. Uh, and you also practice it. And I'm... You're not a domineering teacher no. who dispenses out in, you know, wisdom like some sort of precious... God bless the secret. child that emailed me this morning to ask if the completely online class meant that the quizzes were open note. Oh. Right? I'm just giving him an A just for that. <laughs> Bob. What? He's earning an A. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay, let's get back. All right, wait till they see my next quick change bit. It'll positively kill them. <laughs> but now to the hideout. That night, you know he does like his job. He loves, loves his job. He looks like uh, Clint Howard, Ronnie Howard's ugly brother. Oh, doesn't ouch! He? Look yes, at those teeth. Wow. Uh, I hope Clint isn't listening to this. I don't think he is. Poor Clint. Um, he's had a great career. Listen, we're not going to sell it short. Okay, yeah. Starting with Gentleman. Uh, the fact that we know who he is. Exactly. exactly. That night, atop the girders of a bridge, a sensational figure appears glowing like a neon sign. Right. Stopping traffic all around must be some kind of advertising stunt. That was my first thought as well, right. citizen. Well, whoever that is, whoever that creep is, he's tying traffic in knots. And he's attracted the attention of the Magnificent Seven in their hawk copter. And of course, the man who we we haven't even known, we haven't even said his name yet. Like Mr. Quick Change. Well, Mr. Quick Change hasn't identified himself. Oh, right, 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 right. He is, of course, going to counter this action with a monologue of some of sorts. Yes. Welcome, Blackhawks. Now that we're here, we can start the late show. Ha ha ha. So the Blackhawks uh, lasso him from their helicopter, mm-hmm. which is playing right into his hands. Um, they dangle him towards the shore where he gets uh, above a boat in the harbor and cuts his own rope and drops down to the deck of the ship. Very dangerous. I have to say, when I saw him do that, it reminded me of when we've been on boats by the way they call it a ship and it's not a ship it's a boat it's a boat because it's in the river right well also it's small um but um he happens to land on a deck that is completely clear of any sort of debris of any ropes of any anchors of any buckets the typical things that you see on the deck of a boat no seats no nothing and that's Cooler very risky mm-hmm. you know, dropping down on a boat Suspended from a helicopter, cutting your line and, and dropping down, you you risk really hurting yourself. Well, he's probably got a costume for the, that helped him land. Like I call this my suction cup shoes. <laughs> uh, two armed crewmen rush Mister Quick Change, who now strips off his outer uh, helmet suit to reveal his sun vest. I kind of like the sun vest, I have to say. Yeah, it is a quote-unquote bright idea. Get it? Get it? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a good vest. Yeah, the sun vest uh, has is covered with high wattage 
light buttons. Mm -hmm. Which are blinding. Blind the crewmen. Mm -hmm. Swiftly, Mr. Quick Change grabs a statuette from a glass case in the cabin. It's a statue of a centaur. Centaur. You have no business here. And with the sun vest lights suddenly shut off, the ship is plunged into blackness, just as the Blackhawks themselves are diving out of the helicopter onto the deck. I guess that's the other all going on with the deck from the helicopter. Yes. Already Mr. Quick Change has slipped into his fish costume, and he bon get away, as Olaf says. Dives right into the river with the centaur, and the Blackhawks dive in right after him. And they all go deep. They sure do. None of them having any way to breathe underwater, so... No, and also, uh, rookie mistake, if you're going to dive into water, you want to take those heavy boots off, as well as your gun belts. Right, but they don't, do they? No, they don't. And probably even that heavy leather outer jerkin that they're all wearing. Anyway, Oh, I just have to say... What? I know, I haven't said this in a long time. You love those jackets, don't you? I love their costumes. I truly, truly You know they do. made a G.I. Joe doll of Black Hawk and it Did included they? this costume. Yeah. I'm sure we I... couldn't afford it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Quick Change has dived under the river where a submarine is waiting with his it's been a pretty deep so river. eager henchmen. Mm-hmm. So eager to please. Boss! You got the centaur! Naturally. What else? Tell Charlie to give this sub the gun. The Blackhawks are on my trail. Ha ha ha! We went through them like a shark through a school of minnows! Yep, the Blackhawks are deep underwater and the submarine blasts right by them with a mighty kahoosh. After a rough rocking around. Uh, Dunder. Dunder. Dot quick change made the doom cops out of us again. That's Hendrickson, right? Yes. Uh, the Blackhawks seem awfully concerned with their public image. And I don't think this is the first time we've seen that oh, from no. them. No, no, no. Uh, back on the ship, they learn that the centaur was no mere statuette. It's made of solid gold, stained to look like ordinary bronze. Mm-hmm. Its presence on the ship was supposed to be a secret, but it seems that not many secrets can be kept from Mr. Quick Change. So they've just now called him... Mr. Quick Change. Mr. Quick Change. Because he never identified himself as you Quick are? Change. Right? Uh, no. Nope. No. Well, he's played the Blackhawks for real chumps. Um, he even had us pick him up off the bridge and deposit him on the ship. We're yeah. responsible. Now... We've got to figure out how he knows us from the past. <laughs> what? I just know what they're about to do. It's so stupid. So the hawk copter whirs off towards Black Hawk Island with a photo taken from, from the, the security, security camera. camera at the bank. Uh, meanwhile, the submarine at a cavern leading under the city... Uh, the docks in the cavern, right. which is their headquarters, apparently. He's still got his fish costume on. Still got on. this fish costume on. Uh, he's really Working married that. to that. Mm. So, get this. This underground cavern, cavern is directly under a humble tailor's shop. Right. Where Mr. Quick Change is going to go plot his greatest anti-Black Hawk caper. 
Do you suppose he has a whiteboard with his plan laid out on it? Probably. Like yeah. a Kanban. Uh-huh. Uh, how did you ever figure out, boss, that this statue was solid gold, and how did you know it was on that ship? Oh, that well... good fellow was the coincidence of the century. One that must still be staggering the Blackhawks. By a fantastic stroke of luck, I have among my customers the museum curator. The old gag about the absent-minded professor really bears more truth than fiction. Now, I do have to say the one thing I like here. Taylor Tom's cleaners and dyers, we suit everybody. Oh, we suit everybody. Very clever. Uh, So apparently the the curator of the museum left in his pocket... uh, a, a secret code that was very easy for for the tailor, yes, who is quick, Mr. Quick Change, to um, still in his fish costume. So yeah, yeah. He uh, yes. So the museum curator brought his suit in for cleaning, left a telegram in the pocket, mm-hmm. uh, which was in code. But Mr. Quick Change, he said, it's a fairly simple code. Yes, he. Uh, broke Tells the, the whole story of the of the of the statue's transportation, including the hour it would arrive, the phenomenal coincidence, which the Blackhawks will never figure out. In any event, we have the statue, and the Blackhawks have nothing but a headache. Let's go inside my secret room with a fantastic display of costumes, a magnificent array for every purpose. And then, for his henchmen, he tries on three of them. Yes. He removes his fish costume. Yes, finally. And then shows three more costumes. My clock costume. It ha- it's no mere method of telling time. It contains explosives. And my invisible suit, designed to bend light rays around me. Very useful in fast getaways. And my prize, this Blackhawk suit. And around this costume, I've built my greatest plot. He really does look like the total defeat of the Blackhawks. Which Howard brother is he? Clint. Clint. Meanwhile, in a projection room on Blackhawk Island, on our left (laughs) is the security camera shot of Mr. Quick Change taken at the bank. On the right is a copy of the shot with the goatee painted out. Recognize him? <laughs> now, I'm not a professional crime fighter, mm-hmm. but these two pictures look exactly the same. I I wonder at the crime fighter that would have trouble recognizing Mr. Quick Change with his goatee. Especially because the goatee wasn't on the upper lip. It was on the It's only on a the chin, chin strap, yes. Yeah. Uh, by God, I do recognize him. <laughs> Yumpin Yemeni. That band big crook called the Taylor. We, oui, the Taylor, used to make the trick suits for smugglers. Right, fellas. Small objects such as gems were concealed in his ingenious suits. So, so he made suits with pockets where one could conceal a gem, a small item such as a gem. What a clever thing. I mean... I wonder yeah. if people know that they can make suits where you can conceal things like uh, wallets, uh, keys, identification. Careful now. I a think pen? we're exceeding the technology of the... A handkerchief? 1960s. Uh, but he, he fooled the Blackhawks for months. For months? For months. months. Finally, we squashed his racket and sent him to jail. 
and yet they've encountered him several times. Yes, and that's but, why and the he goatee wants and, revenge. Yes. Okay. Um, mm. So the tailor is back again, fellas, with a new wrinkle. <laughs> no pun intended, Blackhawk. A new wrinkle to his racket, and so far he's made us look ridiculous on each of his jobs. But and that's his most serious crime. Mm-hmm. You were saying? But he won't stop there. No. The, my bet is he'll go for the big payoff against us, and we've got to figure out what he's up to before he does. I hope if they can do it, because they're awfully slow. The yes. whole group of them. <laughs> now, they've got some fast checking up to do, and then they can work out their crime-fighting plan. That evening, a crime seems in the making as three masked gunmen surprise two armored car guards. And this crime seems to be nipped in the bud. Gotta nip it in the bud. Nip it, nip it in the bud. Six familiar figures swing from the patrolling helicopter and attack the crooks who are all wearing horror, like, ape and oh, one's got a skull mask. These are just loose-fitting rubber masks. They're kind of creepy crooks. looking. Yeah. They are very creepy looking. Suddenly, in from the armored car, from the machine gun slots, shoot, shoot streams of gas. Yes, not at the crooks. No, nope, but the at the Blackhawks. At the Blackhawks. Boss, uh, Mister Quick Change is driving the armored car. Mm-hmm. The Blackhawk named Chuck is missing. Only six of them here, and they're all out cold. The other one's probably up in the copter, but what's the difference? All I want is Black Hawk himself. Hurry! Yes. So up they lift Black Hawk, and they scram. Turns out that the, they had rented this old armored car and faked the robbery just to attract the attention of the Black Hawks. Mm. Uh, Black Hawks now are a laughing stock all over town. So the crooks think. Right. The armored car comes to a stop in an old shed near the tailor stop shop tailor shop. Good. And uh, quick change says, "Get into the hideout, lads. You've seen the first step in a plan that won't be matched in this age. I mean, this is a masterful plan that he's created." Is it? So he thinks. He so likes to hear himself talk. Remember? He sure does, and in fact, he likes to hear himself talk so much that he wants to revive Black Hawk and let him hear personally how. Mr. Quick Change will destroy the entire team. Classic villain mistake. Yep. Because he's about to get it on the chin. Yep. And he gives the hero time to revive and make a plan. So Mr. Quick Change is going to make himself up to look like Black Hawk. Then, as their disguise leader, he will lead the rest of the Black Hawks one by one into a death trap. But all at once... Up pops the supposed unconscious Blackhawk, and it's not Blackhawk. It's mm-hmm. Chuck in disguise as Blackhawk. Now, this is a nice touch. His nose is definitely not the nose of Blackhawk, who has a classic Grecian Romanesque, nose. Yeah, Romanesque nose. Yes. And Chuck's got a cute little upturned button nose. Get him! Get him! Punch, punch, punch! Don't let one man take you. Now, this... By the time I got to this page, I had forgotten that the crooks had those horror masks on. Yeah. And so I thought that Chuck had literally punched, <laughs> punched the their face faces off. off. <laughs> What's happening? Um, now, Mr. Quick Change says, listen, fellas, you can't 
tell me that one man can take you three down. Well, it turns out there's not one man because mm. the real Black Hawk is also there. He had uh, hung back, snuck into the tailor shop, mm-hmm. got the sun vest, and now he turns it on. Right. I hope it's charged. It, it is. is. It is. Of course it is. Everyone is blinded and knocked back. Um, so Black Hawk has checked with the museum. Once he realized that Mr. Quick Change was secretly the tailor, he checked with the museum and learned that the curator sent his suits here, and by a simple art of deduction, he figured out that the lost telegram and the knowledge of the golden centaur had been transmissed to Mr. Quick Change. Indeed. Um, Now, luckily, his final deduction was figuring that Mr. Quick Change's big payoff would be to get Blackhawk, so that's why he and Chuck traded places. Mm-hmm. Giving Blackhawk time to infiltrate the headquarters. Blackhawk turns off the sun vest. By this time, Mr. Quick Change has put on his invisibility suit, but makes the mistake of speaking to taunt Blackhawk. Oh, no, he doesn't lay a punch, does he? No, he, he misses him completely. Um, then he takes off the invisibility suit. Right, he could leave. Right. He could leave, but he doesn't. Well, I think he's up for... He wants to destroy. He does, but I don't, what I don't understand about, the, about the, the time clock suit is that he would explode too. Well, no, he's going to... Um, Take this. My understanding is he's going to take the suit off. Oh, okay. And leave it there. Okay. Um, the lion leaves his lair only when he no longer wants it. Is that? I don't think that's true. I no longer want this hideout, so I'm a walking time bomb in this costume. In less than a minute, I'll blow up this place, and you sky high. Of course, I'll be out of the costume and gone back by then. I see yes. he's going to be out of the costume. What is he going to do? Like. Strip. I mean, I mean, take off the costume and run. Uh, now the crooks hear that they're going to be caught in this explosion, right? So they take off out the door just in time to meet the other Blackhawks. All the Blackhawks come running in. in. Now, a quote unquote tailored punch <laughs> for the tailor. Uh, Blackhawk punches out the tailor. And he says, no, 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 no. Let me get the suit off or we'll all die. He says, no, no, no. I did a little quick changing myself before you had a chance to quick change into that clock costume. I removed the explosives. He would have had to been so fast. Yeah. How much time did, like, let's just think about this for a second. Yeah. They set up this fake robbery of the armored truck. The Blackhawks come swooping in, but he's already been to the tailor shop. He has... Donned the sun vest. Yeah. He has disarmed the time clock suit. How much time did he have? Well, I'm guessing that he was just already there because he already had talked to the museum curator. So let's say like maybe they rented the black they rented the the armored truck that morning, probably worked in the afternoon to get it ready for the for the fake robbery, and maybe in the afternoon he he Blackhawk came in into the Taylor shop. Uh, Taylor shop, right? Uh, sure. It's just a lot of things that had to fall in place and be 
Well, I'd say the uh, Blackhawks' entire crime-fighting career is dependent upon a lot of things falling into place because they're not the brightest bulbs in the pack. Right, right. Um, So I removed the explosives. You're not a walking time pop, time bomb. God, I can't talk today. You're not a walking bomb, just a walking time piece. That doesn't make any sense. Speaking of time, <laughs> you'll be serving plenty of it. Good one, Black Nice Hawk. little. Take him away, officer. there like that. And so finally, at state prison. There won't be any quick changing out of that uniform. Not for a few years or so. Ha <laughs> ha. And he says, ah, get lost. Do, 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 do. The end. Yes, thankfully. Oh my gosh, I didn't like this. No, very much. No. I'm sorry. I do like the Blackhawks in general. Yeah, me too. I mean, as, as bad as this story was, I mean, as, as weak as this story was, it's still Blackhawks. Um, now, the readers are not dissuaded by the stories, I guess. We never have a letter to the editor about the quality of a story. Mm-mm. We only have these letters, people begging for back issues or <laughs> selling back issues. <laughs> Um, they list in great detail what numbers they have, which price they will sell, mm. uh, if they have covers or not. People writing in, anyone having these issue numbers, please contact me and give me your price. It's fascinating. No other comic did this in this day and age. Really? Really. Um, and of course, there weren't comic book shops in these days you could where did they go get them at the gas station drugstore gas station okay uh but i mean you couldn't go and buy back issues right we had a, a pharmacy in my little beach town where i grew up little drug company mm-hmm. and they had a countertop uh and a little banquet area ba- banquet area mm-hmm. that you can go and get food and get burgers and stuff i just loved that place i loved it so much it was when i was a kid cutting grass for my neighbors, I would sometimes save up my money and ride my bike down to the pharmacy and buy, treat myself to a meal at the counter. <laughs> I How liked fancy. it. Did I don't... they have comic books, though? Uh, oh, yes, they had comic books. Yeah. Well, I went to uh, Wyandotte Drugs, okay. which was on Fifth Avenue, mm-hmm. uh, and I would walk there after school. It was probably about eight blocks. Okay. And uh, they had a spinner rack comics mm-hmm. and i can still remember the smell right yeah i can still remember the smell of little drug company mm-hmm. yeah and they still have the, the lunch counter there i mean actually it's i think it, the, the pharmacy is still there oh yeah um we should go sometime okay yeah where's this new smyrna new smyrna okay mm-hmm. um on they, canal street i can't Wait, do they do malteds and ammonia cokes and things? Oh, I don't think they do those things, but they do milkshakes and whatnot. My brother was a soda jerk, of course, at Coulter's Drugstore. Yes, he but was. Coulter's didn't have the quality of comic that I was looking for. And your grandmother ran yes. a candy shop. She ran a candy shop, I think. Nobody knows. It's such a big mystery. Oh. I don't know if she owned a store or if it was just like a traveling cart of some kind okay but uh yes she was a candy maven Mm. before her marriage yes well anything to add no it's a 
gorgeous day, and, and um, Tristan is almost finished with the front yard. Oh, great timing, yeah. Justin. John Deere. He's a John Deere truck. Uh, is that a nice brand? I don't it's know. A, it's one a very reliable other. brand. It's, it's more expensive than ours. Oh, yeah. well, we had to save money, didn't we? We did. So you can find us on social media at Google Check Pod. You can find Dr. Husband on his podcast, Liberally Speaking. And you can find us right back here next week. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. And bye. Bye. It's time to give all of a Thank you.